this is the Peaceful Respite Podcast. I'm your host, Brett, and today's date is December 2nd, 2015. This is the second episode of the podcast, and I'm so excited to be here for the next week and actually follow through with it. The format of the show, as I started with last week and felt like worked pretty well, is I'll talk about the games that I've been playing over the past week. I'll go over some news. I'll talk briefly about what content is going on the site, and that'll do it. Peaceful Respite, if you're new, is a website and YouTube channel, Twitter account, kind of the whole nine yards or gambit of connecting with people online that is dedicated to covering video games that come from Japan or are Japanese-inspired. So most of the show is centered around that, and yeah, it keeps it nice and nice and simple. So to kick things off, what I've been playing, I played a little bit more of Metal Gear Solid 1. I am about an hour in still, and I'm stuck. I basically got this ID card that allows me to open doors, and I didn't realize that you had to have it equipped to open doors, so I spent about a half hour trying to figure that out, and then once I did, I was a bit frustrated and was just had enough, so I put it on hold and haven't gone back to it, but I still want to continue to play Metal Gear Solid 1. No other updates on that. I also played a bit more of Galaxy, which I talked about quite a bit last week, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. I haven't beat Season 2 yet. I play for a bit, and then I get stuck and I die, and maybe I've kind of peaked on how much I want to play it. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not feeling down on it, per se. I'm just feeling like there's not a whole lot of variance to what I've been doing. So it's like, even when I die, it's still fun, but I don't want to keep playing because it doesn't seem like it's much different. But I think I'll keep playing that. But nothing else really to share on that. And then the game that I've primarily been sinking my time in and that I'm super impressed by and had no real expectations going in aside from people loving it, is I started playing Undertale. Undertale is a JRPG-like by a developer named Toby Fox, and they seemingly made the game themselves from top to bottom, including the music. And I say it's a JRPG-like because it's very... It feels like at certain times you're like, oh yeah, I know this way you know jrpgs work i i fight enemies and it's turn-based and you know it has dialogue where you you know talk to different npcs and walk around different areas but the game is really good at subverting your expectations as to what you think is going to happen so i think a really good example of this is just when you talk like when you go up to an uh an item in the world and you press the action button and like just you kind of get different dialogue and it changes in ways that I think is really funny and uh, but to, to rewind for just a little bit so Undertale is a 2D top down pixel art exploration game I guess I'd say or, or an adventure game and you play as a young human who gets falls down this mountain cave that is an area inhabited by monsters. And your goal is 
or it seems to be, is to find your way back home. And, and, and along, the, along the journey, you encounter all these different characters. And a lot of it is humorous, I'd say. I'd say it's a comedy game in a lot of ways. And the, and the humor just is super spot on. It's really funny. It's really charming. And the jokes just come out of nowhere. Like, you, you, you're playing, and you might think something's a little silly, but then something will just take it to a whole new level, and it's, it's really funny. The music is really good, too. It's, like, different characters, different battles, different way you handle things. just has different music, and it all fits really well. And I've actually been listening to the soundtrack when I work and just when I've been relaxing. It's really great music. I, Yeah, I love it. I love the music, and I think it fits the game really nicely. I've played the game for about two hours, and I don't know how long it's going to be. I've been playing it on my MacBook and using a PS4 controller. It doesn't support controllers natively, so I've been using a controller to key mapping, and that's actually been working really well. So, yeah, I've I've really been enjoying Undertale. I don't want to really share what I think has been funny in detail because it's really... It almost feels almost like spoiler territory because you you wouldn't want that joke ruined. And if I tried to explain it, it would probably sound kind of silly and not very funny. But if you're interested in old school JRPGs with a mother slash earthbound like vibe that takes some of the regular kind of fantasy or sci-fi JRPG tropes and flips them on their head, I definitely suggest checking out Undertale. I don't want to say much more than that other than that I really like it. I want to finish it. I'm going to keep playing it. And... That's all I can say, really. Next section is the news. And it's been kind of a slow news week. So last week was Thanksgiving. And, you know, surrounding all of that was holiday time. And and a lot of the major releases happened before Thanksgiving to be out in time for the holiday sales cycle. So definitely a more slow news week, it seems. A uh, news item that is pretty minor but still pretty exciting is Final Fantasy XV. The developers confirmed that the game is fully playable. Like, you can play through the whole game, which is really nice. So that means it's reached the point in time where they have to polish it and make adjustments and tweaks. But it's, you know, quote-unquote content complete. Or not, not content complete, but it's reached the point where... I don't know, it feels like the final stretch. Like, to me, that means it's the final stretch. So that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy XV. The game Indivisible, which I mentioned last week, and I did a quick save video of the Indivisible prototype, which is a crowdfunded, side-scrolling, 2D uh, kind of action RPG, reach its, its fundraising goal, which is really exciting. Its goal was $1.5 million, and it reached it today. Or, or last late last night, so that's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing how development progresses and playing the game when it comes out. In terms of Black Friday news, this is kind of more personal news. I got some pretty good deals on some games, which I'm really excited for because they're ones I haven't played yet. I got Bloodborne, Final Fantasy Type-0, Dark Souls Scholars of the First Sin, and Metal Gear Solid for the PS4 so I got all those deals at like half off from Best Buy and 
I'm really excited to play those games. I've played a little bit of Metal Gear Solid 5 on the PS3, so I'm excited to see what that HD version, not HD version, but hopefully more graphically impressive version looks like on PS4. And yeah, Bloodborne seems really great, so I am looking forward to playing those games when they arrive. But other than that, it wasn't too too much going on Black Friday-wise or Thanksgiving deal-wise. Some upcoming news and few little things I'm excited for is Xenoblade Chronicles X releases on Friday the 4th. So that's a couple days away. I don't have a Wii U, so I'm not going to be playing that right away. But I hope that a lot of people enjoy it. I really enjoyed the Xenoblade on the 3DS and the Wii. So I think a sequel to that game will be great. And from all the video that I've seen, it seems really interesting. Tomorrow night, so that is December 3rd, is the Game Awards. And that is at 6 p.m. Pacific time, so I'm really excited to tune in and watch that. I'm not sure what to expect. I'm not sure if we'll see anything new or any new games announced or something big, but I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. Maybe there'll be some, something Dark Souls related. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe something from, from software. It seems like they're kind of, People want to know what they're going to do next after Dark Souls 3 and what's going on there. I'm not really sure what to expect there. And then in a similar note is this weekend is the PlayStation Experience, which is the second year of that happening. And maybe we'll get some announcements there. Maybe there'll be more details on the PS2 backwards compatibility with PS4. I'm not sure what to expect there either, but I'll probably tag along and keep up with that and see what comes out of it. And yeah, it seems like maybe next week's podcast will have a bit more news, because that's just, that's really all I got for news. And then, just to wrap things up, I did a quick save video of the Indivisible Prototype, like I mentioned, so if you're interested in the game, check that out, or you can just go and download the prototype for free. I also created a video that is the 20 games that are from Japan or Japanese-inspired that are coming out in the West in 2016 that I'm looking forward to the most. It was the first video I made in the style of cutting together different video and making a list of, you know, those 20 games. And I really enjoyed it. I did all this research and and thinking about which games I'm most excited for. And I won't share all 20 of them, but I'll share the ones that come to mind that I'm I'm looking forward to a lot. I think near two Automatica or just near Automata, near Automatic. Near Automata. Sorry, I, I don't know how to pronounce that actually now that I think about it. The new Near game. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the new Fire Emblem game on 3DS, Fire Emblem Fates. Looking forward to The Last Guardian, Final Fantasy XV, Zelda on the Wii U. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I think 2016 is going to be a really a solid year for, for Japanese games being released in the West. And if you're interested in seeing the footage of those games, which I think does a pretty good job of giving you a taste of what those games are, check out the video. You can go to peacefulrespite.com and you'll find a link for it there. Or just uh, check out our Twitter feed. In terms of upcoming content, I'm working on a quick save video of the game 1001 Spikes. I've played that quite a bit on the Vita and it's really frustrating and hard, but it's really fun to play. So I'm looking forward to doing that video. And I have a few other ideas for content that I'm, I'm, I'm lining up. So 
that, that kind of steady stream of content should be coming along. I'm trying to do at least one video a week, the podcast once a week. And I've also been working on my video capture setup and hopefully a live streaming setup. So soon I'll be able to capture video from different consoles. I'll be able to live stream and have a pretty solid setup. So that is all in the works and should be hopefully ready within the next week or two. Other than that, I just say thank you for listening. This is a little bit of a shorter episode, and I think that's okay. I don't have any problem with that, or I don't think anything's wrong with that. And yeah, check us, check out Peaceful Respite on Twitter. Check out the website, videos on YouTube. And I really thank you for listening. Have a good week. Bye.